Hello, it's Dana, and this is the Night Terrors Podcast. Hey, hey, it's Dana, and welcome back. For my American friends, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving weekend. And to my non-American friends, don't worry, the holidays are coming one way or the other, and you'll get a break as well. Speaking of the holidays, today's story is another collaboration with Dark Owl Publishing, and today's story is perfect for the holiday season because... It revolves around a father and son having an awkward conversation and why parents still just don't understand. Today's story is Father and Son by John B. Rosenman, published by Dark Owl Publishing, LLC, and both the info for the author and the publisher can be found in the show notes. Enjoy. It was the sound that made Ray stop as he passed his son Philip's room. The sound of something tearing, and yet, at the same time, not. He waited, but the sound was not repeated. After a moment, he knocked on the door. Yeah? Phil boy, can I come in? Uh, sure, Dad. Ray turned the knob and pushed the door open. His son stood in the middle of the room, all six foot four, 230 pounds of him, wearing a faded pair of jeans and a school athletic jacket with a bright red letter W. In Ray's mind, it always stood for winner. His son, football hero, honor roll, most popular boy in school. Ray smiled, thinking of the pretty, sexy girls who endlessly called his son on the phone, of the colleges and universities panting after him like dogs in heat, offering athletic scholarships. Philip smiled, uncertainly, and touched his neck. What is it, Dad? Thought I heard something, Ray answered. It was, he knew, not much of a reason to knock. Especially since Philip was standing there smiling. Everything fine. And yet, didn't his smile seem a little strained? Ray glanced around the room, wondering in alarm if his son had a girl hidden here, perhaps crouching naked in the closet. But that was absurd. It was mid-afternoon and the closet was open. And the bed itself was neatly made. Everything, in fact, was in place, just as it always was with his son. But when his eyes returned to Philip, Ray noticed that everything was not quite in place. Despite Philip's neat appearance, something seemed wrong with his neck. He stepped forward and reached out. Philip slipped sideways. Hey, uh, I was only... What is it, Dad? What do you want? Philip's voice was too sharp. Nor was Ray comforted by the easy smile. Philip always smiled easily. Son, Ray said, let me look at your neck for a moment. My neck? Yes. Philip strained looking down at him from his four-inch height advantage. 
What's the matter, Dad? Is something wrong with you? This time, the words were flawlessly delivered, conveying just the right degree of puzzlement. Ray almost, but not quite, let the matter go. I thought I saw something on your neck, he said. You mind if I check? What's the big deal, Dad? No big deal, son. Are you hiding something from me? Caught off guard, his son hesitated. Ray seized the moment by slipping close and peering at Philip's neck, seeing a patch of swollen skin. What's this? Did you bruise yourself? No, Philip moved back. I mean, not exactly. I, I cut myself shaving. That was possible, though it didn't look like a cut, nor did it explain why he was covering his neck with his hand. Let me see it, Philip. Philip glanced at the door, then inhaled deeply. You sure you want to do that? Yes. All right. As Ray watched, slowly, Philip raised his other hand. Ray saw him insert his thumbs beneath the skin on both sides of his neck. As Ray watched, Philip peeled his entire face up, then pulled it over his head with a smooth, perfect motion, as if... He had done it many times. Philip stood there, holding his former face in his hands and looking at him with a face that was quite different. Ray gaped at him. Gone were the blue eyes and rugged good looks. This face with the dull brown eyes and weak chin looked nerdy. Blinking myopically, Philip swallowed. You, you must have heard me put it back on. When you knocked, you startled me because I thought I was at home alone. Then I forgot to check if the seam was smooth. If the seam was smooth. Feeling as if he were in a nightmare, Ray watched his son walk to the desk and place the old face beside the lamp. And then he returned leaving it there. I get tired of wearing it all the time, Philip said. Ray remained silent. I was seven when I first found out I could do it, Philip continued. I knew you weren't pleased with me, so I started playing a game. I tried to make myself believe I could change the way I looked and thought. At first, nothing happened, but I kept at it, trying to imagine a new me. Then, one day, I looked in the mirror, and my face was a little fuller, though I could still feel my real one underneath. I concentrated harder and managed to change my body and behavior a little, too. He sighed. After that, I found it easy to maintain the changes and build on them. Grow up just like the son you wanted. 
Sometimes I'd look at other kids, wondering if they had changed themselves too, or if I was the only one with the ability. I... I never found out. I... I see, Ray said, dazed. Do you, Dad? Philip's face broke into an eager smile. He rushed forward and seized Ray's shoulders. God, this is great. In a way, I'm glad you noticed. You don't know what it's been like, Dad, pretending to be someone who doesn't even exist. What a relief it's going to be to tell others the truth. Someone who doesn't even exist? Ray rubbed his eyes, remembering how much he loved his son, how proud he was of him. Yet now, Philip looked different, stooped and diminished somehow. Even his voice sounded soft and weak, lacking the confident force Ray was used to. His son took off his sports jacket and draped it over the chair. Dad, Philip continued softly, you don't know how many times I've wanted to tell someone, especially you. You see, I'm not a muscle-bound jock at all. Actually, I hate sports. Always have. Hate sports? But you're a three-letter man and the best in the country at quarterback. Hell, the local newspaper just ran a story on you. I know. But I only did all that to please you. What I'm really interested in is art. Art? Yes. And when I go to college, I want to major in it. He stepped closer, speaking excitedly. Do you want to hear something really ironic, Dad? I don't really care much about those good-looking girls who call here all the time. In fact, I'm still a virgin. Stunned. Ray glanced at the desk and chair where his real son, the popular, handsome football stud, lay. All those girls. Dad, can't you say something? Look, I know this is a bit of a shock, but you'll get used to it. Ray shook his head, feeling that his son was a stranger. But you don't care about us, your family? We've been so proud of you. Philip turned away. Ray started to reach out, but then stopped. Look, Phil, you're, you're just confused. It's a phase, that's all. You must see that our family has an image or a reputation to protect. I've always expected you to act like a man. Philip went to his desk and touched the football-shaped paperweight Ray had given him for Christmas. I'm sorry. Ray almost choked in anger. But don't you care about us? What about our neighbors, our friends? They'll talk. God damn it. What will they think when you just walk away from such a bright future? And for what? To be an art student. Struggling for control, Ray pointed at the face and the jacket. Put them back on, he snapped. Philip gazed at him, 
for a long moment, then sighed. He picked up the sports jacket and put it back on. Then he lifted his old face from the desk and held it up. It's not the real me, he said. It's only a mask. Put it back on. Philip's cheek twitched. Please, Dad, don't make me do this. I'm your father. Do as I say. Philip took a deep breath, then slowly obeyed. Ray watched him reapply the face and press the seam flat. Within seconds, his son stood before him as usual tall and handsome with broad, commanding shoulders. On his school jacket, the proud red W shone brightly. We, we can forget this ever happened, Ray said. When Philip didn't reply, he smiled weakly. Your mother will be home soon. She's uh, planned your favorite meal. Steak and french fries. Philip looked down at the floor. He didn't answer. Ray swallowed, opened the door and left, closing it behind him. In the hallway, he stopped beside the full-length mirror and gazed at his image, still strong and robust in middle age. My God. How could Philip even think of abandoning sports for art? Ray knew he must find a way to keep his son away from such madness. Make him see he had to act like a man. Didn't the boy realize he could ruin his future if he didn't listen to his father? Remembering his own father... Ray studied his rugged, square-jawed features. Then he slowly reached up and touched the place on his neck he had not disturbed in 30 years. As always, the seam was perfect. Thank you for listening. All stories are produced with a Creative Commons license or with written permission from the author. These stories are not meant to be reproduced in audio, written, or any other form of media. If you haven't yet, go and subscribe and review at nightterrorspodcast.com or wherever you find your podcast. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and through our email, which is listed in the show notes. Thank you.